Hi guys, welcome back to the Loud Gal podcast. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. You guys have been so incredible. You guys have been so encouraging and so sweet. And um, everyone that has texted me, DM'd me, thank you so much for all of your super kind words, everyone's feedback, everyone's um, questions and topics. Oh, I'm so, so excited. And we definitely have some very good content um, coming at you so soon. So I'm just so, so excited. Um, so without further ado, let's uh let's get into it. Um, I have titled this uh episode "Future," future, because I have a lot. I had a lot of questions asking me about like what you know. What am I? What am I doing in life? And um, I think the future is a very scary yet very intriguing concept. Um, my whole life, I feel like I've always just looked at what, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And, um, as I've gotten older, I've realized that sometimes I just need to slow down and be present in whatever situation I'm in, especially if it's a really good one. Like if I'm at the beach with my friends or I'm out to dinner with my family or something like that, I can't always just be looking forward to, the next best thing but for all of you Enneagram followers out there you know uh if you're a type seven like me um feel free to drop in uh I don't know my DMs or something what Enneagram you are um but sevens are always looking for the next thing always and the idea of being content is a really far-fetched concept but uh, I'm working on it I'm super excited to uh, hopefully maybe this podcast will help me be a little more content with everything that I have but um, without further ado the future future is now I was just at a garage sale helping my uh, I'm going on a missions trip to Mexico and every year we put on a garage sale and this year I remember seeing a garage sale sign because I had to go around at 7 a.m. and throw out garage sale signs on the street. It was a good time. And one of the signs that said, the future is now. And I just can't stop thinking about it. Anyways, um, a big thing that I want to talk about is um, kind of like ambitions and um, what what like the future really just entails. I feel like it has a lot to do with goals and like a social time clock. Um, If you're around my age, I'm 21. Or maybe if you're older and you're listening to this, remember back when college was a thing? Um, So for all my listeners who are either younger than college, people that are in college, people that are already done, graduated, long gone with college, um, talking about that. And what kind of goals do I personally have? Um, So I want to start with talking about this amazing book I just finished reading. Um, When she reads, uh, insert the Debbie Ryan meme. Um, I just finished reading Bob Goff's book called Dream Big. I was really inspired after reading that to uh, continue this podcast because, like I said, it was just it was something I was kind of throwing around. It wasn't really something that I thought I would be good at. Neither did I think that I would actually stick with it. Um, I always start a lot of projects and I'm always just kind of like I don't know like I I go back and forth with myself all the time so I figured uh after I saw one line in there that stuck out of the whole like 300 something pages it was saying basically that whatever you have 
decided you want to do, just do it. And I think that really hit me and was like, okay, let's just, if your podcast fails, it fails. If it's successful, it's successful. If it stays neutral and it's whatever, then so be it. But as long as it's for you and it's for your benefit, something fun for you, this you meaning me, Emily, um, then go ahead and do it. So I was actually thinking back and I was like, oh my goodness, I wrote down probably within the first chapter or two, uh, Bob Goff says to, well, first, if you don't know who Bob Goff is, you are under a rock. Bob Goff is an amazing author. I consider him being like a Christian inspirational speaker. He has done amazing things in his life. He's let nothing hold him back. And if you need any recommendations as far as like life help, self-help, everything like that, um, how to love others genuinely, how God loves us and loving others, that whole um, situation, I would really recommend reading the books Love Does, Everybody Always, and uh, Dream Big by Bob Goff. Everything about him, everything that he stands for, I 100% agree and I 100% stand with him. And so uh, he is just such a big inspiration to me, definitely a role model and someone that I definitely look up to. Um, so I wrote down in my journal on August 10th of this year that I have 10 ambitions and Bob said that it doesn't have to be massive ambitions, but you need to have a, almost like a stepping stone to get there, like step one. And that's all you need to list. So for number one, I said that I need to finish college, preferably at the same school longer for one year because the running joke I have with myself, um, anyways, (laughs) the the running joke I have with myself is I've transferred schools twice but I've been to three different colleges so I'm in my third year so I'm kind of joking with myself maybe I should start looking to transfer again for my fourth year but that's not a funny joke I actually just sat down the other day and like planned out my whole entire career that was kind of scary let's talk about that I had to sit in my room drinking a bottle of wine um I was sitting there and I was like I've transferred twice I'm at this counseling session where the liberal studies program from Cal State Long Beach that's where I go to school is telling me I have to do xyz before this time this date and in one hand it was very overwhelming of course someone telling you what you need to do what um how you go about going there and um how you um, sorry, I got distracted. I'm in my car because this has really bomb audio and, uh, there it's in my like garage awning thing in my apartment complex. And I literally just saw a black widow, but anyways, it's fine. I hate spiders. One of my number one fears. I'm sitting there at my desk and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm writing down what I need to do. So I'm like, okay, I gotta set up my degree planner. I gotta, you know, find out what classes I need to take next semester because registration opens up. I think the few weeks and so I said okay I need to I need to be on track and my my goal is to try to graduate by 2022 because that is my intended graduation year so I was like okay you can do this you are totally you got this you are and so within the liberal studies program there are two options that you can do Um, you can just finish out school get your bachelor's and then come back to Long Beach or whatever school you want to to do your credentials 
But the cool thing about Long Beach is that they also have this thing called an ITAP program. And it's basically the stepping stones to getting your credentials um, before you graduate so that when you graduate, you are able to start teaching right, right away. But within that, there's a lot of extra work that has to go into that. There's a lot of field work, a lot of student teaching. And uh, for all my fellow liberal studies or teachers out there, uh, one, let's connect. Two, um, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of unpaid work. Uh, I remember last semester or two semesters ago, I had to do field work for basically part one out of two parts of uh, field work hours that are mandatory by the state of California and I had to do 45 hours with a mentor teacher. And that was crazy. That was a lot of time. Uh, I had to go in at least two or three times a week for four hours minimum. It was crazy. Uh, and so it was just sitting there and listening to all of it. I was feeling so overwhelmed, but also very excited because it's we're almost there. It's the home stretch. Needless to say, after drinking almost like the last little bit of my wine and I I finally got it down to I can graduate in the next uh let's see it's twenty twenty three years uh with credentials um I want to uh teach have the credentials to teach in a dual immersion school so I'm going down a bilingual uh path where um it'll give me the credentials to teach in a regular elementary school classroom and a uh, dual immersion school uh so I can't wait to do that soon. So that was my number one ambition is to finish college and stay at Long Beach. That's the goal. And so uh, my second ambition is just to bring joy to people. And I think uh, I think it's ironic that I have this in my amb- – I can kind of cross this one off because it says my step one is through bringing joy to people through stories, selfless acts, making them laugh, encouragement, and um, doing this podcast is already – I feel like bringing joy to people. I've um, even had someone even text me saying this is just something that totally broke up the stress that I'm feeling right now. And uh, so that that really meant a lot. And so um, if you're listening to this and you have my number or you don't have my number, but you want it, um, hit my hit up my DMs and I will be more than happy to encourage you, be there for you. And um, just really, uh, I would love to just connect with you. Uh, life is too short to be super stressed anxious about everything all the time you only get one life unless you are born again believer then you get two it's kind of lit anyways ambition number three being an active listener and supporter my step one to this was rejoicing with those who rejoice and mourning with those who mourn physically coming alongside people and empathizing with them this is something that um is a new thing for me i used to suck at listening if you knew me in high school I and you were friends with me I'm really sorry already for all of the not listening that I did sorry I just burped uh, uh, as I've gotten into my adult years I know that the thing that makes me feel most loved is definitely when people validate my emotions no matter how irrational uh, I would consider myself a very emotional person. So when I found myself not being an active listener and supporter, it really humbled me. And now I think all of my relationships have either gone away if uh, there was no reciprocated active listening and support. And the ones that did stick around got way more rich and intimate. And that has been super amazing to see in my life totally a god thing 
My fourth ambition is to be more adventurous, more spontaneity. As a type seven, I think this is um, so important to me to keep me balanced and very level-headed. So if you're ever down for an adventure, let me know. Five, my ambition is to visit Spain. Whether this is studying abroad, a missions trip, this is just somewhere I've always wanted to go. And I would like to thank the Cheetah Girls for instilling that in me. Ambition number six is, six is to teach third through sixth graders science, English, history, math, and Spanish. So that's a realistic goal. I think the step one to that is just going to college, and I'm already there, so that's awesome. Uh, ambition number seven is to go to Chiapas, Mexico until I am physically incapable of doing so, a.k.a. only excuse to not go is when I'm dead. So that's legit. Ambition number eight is to be a church youth leader. My step one to this is to really help increase the fire in people for God. So this is something I'm very passionate about. I personally haven't really gotten super plugged into a church because of um, Queen. We won't talk about her, but it's been really hard uh, not being in a church family um, for longer than a certain period of time because I was starting to get really involved with this one church. But it was, I I mean, I moved, and so now I can't really drive 45 minutes every weekend. Unless that's what God wants me to do, then we can revisit that conversation with him. But I am very passionate about that. And if it's not now, I know it'll be another time in my life. So we're just going to wait patiently on that. Um, Ambition number nine definitely requires a lot of patience. Um, But I said, obviously, get married and start a family. Being a wife and a mom sounds challenging, but so exciting. So that's something that I'm very looking, very excited and looking forward to in my life. And my 10th ambition is to be more involved in community and group settings. So um, again, like I'm very extroverted. I'm very outgoing and very bubbly. And so when I'm in group settings, which I am right now, actually, I just joined a sorority. That's been really fun. And I joined um, a group called crew at cal state long beach and it's like the christian uh club on campus and the friendships i've formed in both of those have been really amazing but i want to get more involved with things like a21 ijm together freedom crew young adult groups worship teams small group etc and i'm slowly integrating that into my life again i'm very busy i have like school i'm working and um you know sorority and church everything it's a it's a lot but these are all my ambitions and when that when I look at that and I look at my future it just makes me really excited because I think um you know God obviously had all this happen for a reason where I went to different schools and um I really had to be dependent on him for my future and I think what was a common theme in my life until I turned 19 or 20 so very recent was I loved being in control of everything, but it's really humbling when the creator of the universe is like, nah, dude, I got you, just like let go. And I think as soon as I really understood the concept of being still and letting Jesus do what he wants for me, because sometimes when you're in your own life and you're looking at things that are just going wrong and they're going wrong and they're going wrong, but you're like, these are things that I want to do and I was trying to pursue these and why are these all failing? Why are these epic fails? Like, for example, I went to Cal Baptist University. No no beef, no tea, no shade. We loved CBU. And I thought it would be great for me. It was a Christian campus. It was um, really great. It was good to get involved. It was, I made a lot of really amazing friends there, which I'm still friends with a lot of people that go there. 
and they're like real meaningful relationships shout out to you know who you are um and I got a I just had this feeling in February of 2019 and I said I don't know I had to think am I happy here and I really um I I was really confused. I was like, why am I not content? I feel like I've really, I mean, I was having issues. I was having roommate problems. I was having uh, issues like really being motivated at school. I wasn't working. So it was just, um, it was a really big, like, I'm just not content. And I thought this was where you wanted me, God, all this stuff. And straight up homie was like, um, no, you wanted this for you because you would be com- more comfortable going from a Christian school setting to another Christian school setting. I went to Christian school since I was in third grade. So uh, when I went off to college, uh, the idea of public school did intrigue me, but I was really nervous. I graduated with 75 people or so I thought and then my friend told me we actually graduated with 69 people but anyways we won't be a 12 year old boy for three seconds um so when I when God really humbled me and so I uh, he humbled me and that really made me feel out of control because I knew that I couldn't really go another year at CBU I knew I wouldn't have been happy I probably would have done some detrimental damage so I decided to go home obviously like God was like dude like let's let's do this and had I not gone to community college back in my hometown I wouldn't have been able to be given all these amazing opportunities and I wouldn't have been able to get into um such an amazing school like Long Beach so I think God really knows what he's doing when uh as far as your future goes and honestly no one knows you better than God so I think it's really awesome that he was like, okay, let me take, you've taken the reins a little too long. Let me take the reins. It's like when you're learning how to drive for all my people that don't know how to drive yet. I'm sorry, but this will happen for you when your parents are sitting in the passenger seat and you're in the driver's seat. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine the anxiety that they're probably going through? But they know that you will not be able to know how to drive if you don't do it yourself. And I think God is the same way, but he'll step in when things are getting a little crazy. So say like you decided just to full send it in this parking lot and you are like doing donuts. Obviously your mom's not going to let you drive probably ever again. So she's going to go ahead, kick you out of the driver's seat and take the driver's seat for your safety. She doesn't want you to get hurt. She doesn't want you to um, make a detrimental damage on the car either. So I think the same thing goes with God, like God, when he sees you trying to do your own future, trying to write out your own plans, drive your own car, like he says, okay, that's great. That's great. And he's, he's sitting there supporting you the whole time. Like your parents do when they're teaching you how to drive, they want the best for you. So when he sees you taking the, the driver's uh the driver's seat and he's like okay okay oh whoa 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 and then he'll step in into the driver's seat and take over where you left off not to do damage control but to really redirect so I think that is something that maybe someone needs to hear today is just your future isn't 100% your responsibility really make your heart attentive to um what the bible says but also what take a good look at what your life looks like say you're sitting at home all the time and you're stressed about school you're stressed about work you're stressed about just being a parent look at your life and if you it is constantly in anxiety uh you're nervous you're stressed you're depressed 
that's not from the Lord. The Lord doesn't want that for you. He wants you to be full of peace and joy. He wants you... I was talking about this with my um, my friend the other day in our little discipleship group. It's so beautiful. I'm just going to quote it like what she said. It's so beautiful to know that the foundation that God wants for your relationship with him, the foundation is based out of joy, love, and beauty. So if it doesn't, if your relationship doesn't look like that, your life doesn't look like it's full of joy and beauty and love, then the enemy has a foothold somewhere, but you have all the power in the world to, uh, you have all the power vested in you from Christ to tell the enemy, shut up, get out, goodbye. Same goes with your future. Your future is limitless. You can do anything. And I think that was really cool tying it back to Bob Goff's book. Bob continuously says, it doesn't matter what you, um, it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get to do your ambitions. If you want that ambition, you will work for it. So really look at your life. What are you passionate about? I'm very passionate about relationships and people. So when I look at, I will go to heaven and earth back and forth a million times to make sure that the people in my life feel loved and taken care of and that they are getting their needs met um, so that they can continue on in life because here on earth life is so hard especially right now in 2020 good lord so I would say take a good look at your life what are you passionate about and go for that I'm also very passionate I love to travel very passionate about it so when I said something about going to Spain that's something that is definitely on my bucket list that's the thing if you're not really sure you have an ambitions list then make a bucket list make it like as simple as I think a couple of times I've done like a fall bucket list summer bucket list just small things to check off so like this summer it was like read three books so I read three books and I was able to check it off and it was so uh rewarding to check off every time I read a book so as far as your future goes if that means I need to submit this application check it off as soon as you check it as soon as you check it off you're gonna want to do another thing I want to get in a relationship if you get in a relationship check it off if you want to get a dog or you want to get a pet check it off. It keeps you going. It's almost that instant gratification that you're in control of that doesn't usually come naturally. I don't know. Now I'm just going off on a random tangent. So next, we're going to be talking about what does the next five to ten years of my life look like? Well, I love this question because I think my answer changes every time. So if you're listening to this and then you have this conversation with me in the next couple of weeks I would love to conversate about it in the next five ten years I would love to see myself being a teacher as well as a wife um, having kids mm, maybe living in another state uh, I've kind of boggled around with that idea is that a word kind of thought about that also, I would have I would have loved in the next five to ten years. I would love to have um, still have this podcast going, and I would also love to perhaps step into some uh, new ambitions. I don't know. I feel like if your ambitions aren't changing, you're not growing. But anyways, next topic is 
um, as far as future goes. And this is mainly for our younger listeners. But maybe you're you're listening to this and you're my age and you're not in college. But is college for everyone? And I would have to say the answer is no. College isn't for everyone. And I think that's... I was having this conversation with a couple of other people a few weeks ago. Or maybe it was last week. Anyways, it doesn't really matter the timeline. I always do that, but it doesn't really matter. But I was, at, I was asked... Um, you know, well, I wasn't, I don't know, the question, that question could go on forever, so I'm just going to use the one that I asked. It's college for everyone, and the answer is no, because college is a place where you can choose to go to school, whereas the first 17, 18 years of your life, it is required by law that you go to school, at least in California, it's required by law. So, when you're in college, you've chosen to be here, you've chosen to pay these staff members these people these programs to teach you to and it's I look at it as almost like a simulation for what your life is going to look like post-graduation so you might as well if you're going to college that that should be something that you are passionate about you should be passionate about reaching those goals for me like I can there's no way I'm going to be able to become a teacher if I don't go to college first so that is that point blank that's just how it is kind of sucks because I hate school but the irony in that and that's God's sense of humor is that I want I'm gonna be in school for the rest of my life so that's cool whether it's me teaching it or being in it if you're not into college college is not your thing do not and I'm gonna repeat do not feel ashamed by that at all don't let anyone put this pressure on you one you're probably gonna be saving butt tons of money Two, you will be, your mental sanity will probably be a lot better than anyone else's that is going through college. And three, heck the haters, man, okay? You are more than capable of doing anything you set your mind to. If you need to go take a gap year before college, don't let anyone stop you from doing that either. Go ahead, this whole, and that leads me into my next topic of social, a social time clock. This whole social time clock thing is just so whack and I think we need to like leave that in 2020 because the social time clock adds so much extra stress and honestly, this is something that I've been struggling with lately because I just turned 21 in June so and everyone keeps asking me like, do you have a boyfriend? Are you... S- what do you think about having kids in the next few years when are you getting married well that's a good those are all really great questions and I wish I knew the answer to that but I want to tell you whether college is for you or not it is okay to not have everything figured out 100% and I think the second I personally came to terms with that my life got so much less stressful I don't think I can tell you the last well let me be real I don't think I've struggled with anxiety and my heart really goes out to those who do and so I think it's really awesome like and I heard uh I was listening to a podcast last night with like Daniela Monet and Liz Gillies the people from Victorious the people that played Trina and Jade Liz was saying that when she was younger she struggled really bad with anxiety but I think it's because she was surrounded with other people that had a lot of anxiety but as she's an adult and she's uh she just got married to someone and this guy isn't an anxious person and so she says that her anxiety really mellows out when and it's not really existent when she's with him because he gives off that presence like that nothing really worries him And I don't know if he's a Christian or not, but for me, I personally don't get too worried. I mean, there's those, you know, sub-surface level worries where it's like, I don't know if I'm going to get this done in time. I don't know if I'm going to, whatever. But I wouldn't say I I get anxious about it. 
it just kind of it motivates me to like okay get it done get it done so if you are consider yourself an anxious person I would really encourage you to find someone in your life that really and it's not a like it's not supposed to be a shameful thing if you have anxiety okay don't think I'm saying that that's not what I'm saying anxiety is a really real issue and I want you to realize that you are seen you are heard and that your anxieties are valid and in the name of Jesus we rebuke all anxiety because that is straight from the enemy and we want to live life to the full as John 10 10 says and uh oh the, oh, the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come so that you may have life and have it to the full, and God wants you to have life to the full. Um. Anyways, so as far as the social time clock goes, I'm not too worried about it. I just feel like it's not cool when other people start asking questions that they're also anxious about, you know, the whole... Why don't you have a boyfriend yet? Or I guess if you're a boy and you're listening to this, why don't you have a girlfriend yet? Why don't you have kids yet? Like, why don't you, why aren't you married? Why, you know, why aren't you pregnant yet? These are all, in my opinion, very inappropriate questions to ask in this day and age because everyone's always dealing with something. And it's not, if you wouldn't like to be asked those questions, why would you ask someone else? That's just me. So I think that together we can definitely work on this. We can definitely be more secure in our own personal time clocks. Let's change it from a social time clock to a personal time clock. Whatever is good for you and say you like the beat of your life right now, keep going to the beat of that drum. Invite Jesus into that. And who knows? the op- You could be, if you are like, I want to start my own business, then do it. Like, do that on your own time. Do that, like, on time that fits right for you. For me, it was like, I would have never pictured myself doing a podcast. And I had been wrestling with this idea for a while. And then I was finally, my own personal time clock was just like, yeah, I think I want to do this. And as far, you know, with my teaching, it's like, I do, okay, well, I could try to get this all done in two years. But that means I would have no summers or winter breaks for two years. And I was like, no, you know what, I'm okay with graduating a little bit later than everyone else that I graduated with from high school that's okay because I know that what I'm going to be doing requires a lot of schooling it requires a lot of work and I want it to be done and I want it perfectly and I also want to actually learn and implement these things into my day-to-day life as a teacher so you can only really do that and that the only thing that really um I want you to take from this is that if it if it's doing you good, if it's something you're learning, you're growing, just do it. Do it on your own time. Next is, so then what do you think, I asked myself, what do you think about not knowing what you want to do in life? Again, it's okay to not have anything figured out. I think there has to be a, a little push um, sometimes, but I would say if you don't know what you want to do in life, maybe like dabble in things that are like hobbies or things that you're passionate about. I think we kind of already touched base on that, so I think I'm going to leave it at that. And then lastly, our the last little bullet point I got here is what goals do I personally have um, as far as health, career, family, spiritual goals? Uh, some health goals is really just to stay healthy 
especially in this day day and age, uh, you know, there are a lot of things going on in the world that um, can be immune compromising. So just taking care of myself, working out, eating well, uh, and um, yeah, I don't know. I I do I do believe also uh, mental health is very important to me. Um, making sure that you feel okay in your own mind and you feel okay in your own skin. Um, everyone is insecure in some way, shape, or form. Everyone has some sort of mental health dips here and there, and I want you to know that it's normal, and I want you to know that it's okay, and I want you to know that you're not alone in it. Career goals are just, and I think this kind of ties back into ambitions, um, I definitely would love to be a teacher, preferably teaching fourth grade. They're so fun. I te- I was a teacher's aide for a fourth grade class, and it was amazing. Um, another goal I've kind of been dabbling with as far as careers go is, I don't know. Oh, my gosh, that sounds so cheesy. I don't know if you guys have, <laughs> oh, no, if you've watched S- Selling Sunset on Netflix, but that just really, like, they make such good money. And I love the way that they dress, like, kind of this bougie lifestyle. But I don't know why I kind of like that. I love the, like, Louis Vuitton heels and when they do luxury real estate. So I think it'd be kind of fun to, like, sell luxury real estate. And, like, I love everything about, like, homes. Like, I just finished decorating my apartment today. I've been living in it since July, but... Um, I just, I don't know what happened. And so I decided to go ham and buy all of my decorations within the last two weeks. And now it is so freaking cute in there. But anyways, I would love to sell luxury real estate. Fun story. I was in LA on Tuesday and literally I live like 20 minutes away from LA. It's really nice. And I decided to drive down Sunset Boulevard. I actually saw the Oppenheim group, which is the main characters, like, brokerage in selling sunset and the guys who own it are brett and jason and i actually almost ran over jason when i was driving through a neighborhood because he was standing in the middle of the street but i also was like oh my gosh that's jason oppenheim and i was like oh my gosh i like drove past and i was like oh my gosh i almost just ran over jason oppenheim so i think it's a sign luxury real estate is for me Okay, next, family goals. Family goals. Some of these I am trying to incorporate now where it's I am spending more time with my family. Um, I'm a very, very busy queen. uh, And I feel really bad that I have missed a lot of birthdays, um, like family events as far as like, I don't know, like when it's Memorial Day, 4th of July, things like that. And it's something I'm still learning But I've definitely, in my older years, the last two or three years, my adult years, I've been really trying to prioritize family because at the end of the day, they sometimes they're all you've got. And sometimes family doesn't look, and I want to normalize, family doesn't always look like blood. Um, So if you have, like, your best friend, like, I would consider my best friend and my best friend's family, like, family. So if that's the case for you, like... At the end of the day, they've all, they're all you've got. So really prioritize those people that you love and really care about, and they really care about you and want the best for you. So I think prioritizing family and 
really being there for them. And I have so many nieces and nephews, like so many. So watching them grow up and being there and being the fun Aunt Emily, that would be amazing. And so I think that's, you know, and my parents are older, so I really want to be there for them in their older age so that they can see, we can have adult conversations and we can have really, and I think being an adult and still like being like really close with my parents is really neat because I love, um, I had like a really amazing time with them last weekend. We all went out to dinner at the Irvine Spectrum and it was like, we were there for like two and a half hours just talking. We talked about everything. It was awesome. So great. And then spiritual goals. I think that my spiritual goals always fluctuate and I didn't really nail down a few so I'm gonna have to revisit that one but all in all I think that the future is scary and it's uncontrollable it's unpredictable and especially in times right now but honestly if you could take a few takeaways from this I think that having your own personal time clock is so important do things on your own time um keep your loved ones so close uh they're the ones that are going to support you now tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that all into your future keeping yourself healthy so you can have a super long future and be able to do anything you set your mind to um and just in the ter- in the words of uh bob goff wow stuttering is 10 out of 10 today dream big okay don't let anything or anyone um keep you from like reaching your goals and I think as soon as I broke this idea that like I have to have everything figured out I have to do these things I have to xyz I was really limiting myself because I wasn't looking at the bigger picture I was looking at what mattered in the moment but at the end of the day it's like what matters in in the long run and that is a big helpful thing when you're um going into the future so i would say just keep pushing on you've got this um if you need any sort of encouragement reach out to those people in your life that will help you uh reach those goals and um again don't let anything anyone limit you if people are limiting you you have every right to put up stricter boundaries and heck if you have to cut them off snip snip so Uh, I think that's it for this week. Um, I will be checking in again on Instagram and uh, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, All of the handles are in my bio on the info tab on the Spotify or whatever. You'll find it. It's everywhere. I'll even drop it in the um, episodes like description so follow me on instagram at emily and sato and you can uh throw in some questions topic ideas i would love to hear from you um my email is in there somewhere it's emily and sato at gmail twitter emily sato 4 and snapchat m nicole 17 but like em nicole 17 i love you guys so much thank you guys for making the loud gal podcast happen and i'm just like still like so excited that this is happening oh my gosh you guys are crazy um yeah oh my gosh okay wait i love you guys ah have a good week i love you